Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now, and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. MintMobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Hello, Poisonies. Welcome to a little mini episode from the Poisoner's Cabinet dedicated to dry January. Don't scream. We're starting the year with a new series of mini episodes. We'd like to put out more content each month, covering reviews of the various spirits and cocktails that we try, or covering anything that you guys like, really. We're going to start with a dry January roundup, because a lot of you have asked about the products that we've been sampling this month, and for recommendations on what booze-free spirits are worth investing in, and what are not. Feel free to message us with suggestions of content you'd like us to share going forward in 2022. We're always happy to consider doing more mini episodes to keep you guys happy and, well, doused in spirits. But for now, we are in dry January land. As most of you know, one half of the Poisonous Cabinet has taken it upon themselves to sip and sample only a selection of booze-free drinks this month, i.e. me. Nick wanted nothing to do with this. Now, while we are hearty, near-professional drinkers year-round, we know that some of our listeners don't drink and don't have the option to drink and would occasionally like tips on good booze-free drinks to enjoy, so we're happy to oblige. Let's start with a couple of caveats. I will share a couple of general thoughts on the whole dry January thing at the end of this mini-episode because the past few weeks and the amount of spirits and marketing we have seen around this time of year has given me pause for thought. This will simply be my opinion and some musings. You don't have to listen to it if you're only here for hard product placement. Secondly, of course, all opinions shared on the drinks that we have tried are based on my knowledge, our collective experience of sampling a wide range of drinks for this show and in my day-to-day existence. This is based on personal taste and experience. And finally, dry January isn't for everyone, just like drinking isn't for everyone. So there is, as ever, zero judgment for us when it comes to your personal preferences in regards to luscious libations. Now, let's not forget, Dry January is based on sound medical advice. Having a few days off the drink each week and the occasional longer break is good for the liver. It's good for your health. Any healthcare professional will tell you that. If you are going to make changes to your diet and your lifestyle around food or drink, do consult a healthcare professional. Don't just trust the ramblings of people on Instagram or, you know, podcasts. This year, Nick and I were staggered by the sheer number of brands 
offering alternatives to alcohol during January. It's their prime marketing month, so of course we're going to see a lot of product. But we felt it was time for us to start sampling them and to offer our expert opinion on whether or not the spirits do match up to their promises of being a decent alternative to a gin or a bourbon or a whiskey or a tequila, but also whether or not they are nice drinks in their own right and worth your investment. So I have some recommendations. Having tried and sipped and sampled many, many a product. So here is my roundup of your top dry January buys should you wish to invest now and in the future because not drinking is not just for dry January. I'll be drinking heavily from February onwards. The first brand that Nick and I invested in was Liars. I did an unboxing video of the Liars drinks that we ordered on Instagram. You can go and check it out there. I will start off by saying Liars is a beautiful brand. They put a lot of thought and care into their packaging, into the bottles. All of the bottles of the spirits that they make have characters on them and each of the characters has a delightful little story. So their storytelling around their drinks is exceptional. Their ethos is to make non-alcoholic spirits that don't compromise on taste. They say on their website their aim is not just to provide an alternative to those who don't wish to imbibe alcohol, but ensure everyone can enjoy the mirth and merriment of a soiree or shindig. The drive of Liars seems to be that they give you a range of drinks that you can make cocktails with, and it's great to have so many different spirits that you can play around with. They also say, with Liars, it's up to you. Replace some of the alcohol in your drink to make a low-alcohol cocktail or make classic favourites as no alcohol options. We ordered the mixed bar set, which contained six bottles of their fake spirits. An American malt, dry London spirit, aperitif, orange sec, amaretti and white cane spirit. Now, this set is normally priced at £140.85. It is on offer, though, on their website at £119. It's a lot of money for six bottles of non-alcoholic booze, but let's get to the reviews. Nick and I sampled each of the spirits on their own, and then we tried some of them in a cocktail. For us, four out of the six spirits worked. Good flavour involved. It didn't just taste like flavoured water, which some of the booze-free spirits that we've tried really are nothing more than that. We were really impressed by the London Dry Spirit, their take on gin, really nice juniper flavour. It was crisp, it was sharp. It certainly tasted better than some other fake gins that I've tried. So uh, we didn't mind that at all. We also liked the aperitif, the aperitif dry. It was something that you could use in place of a vermouth. Paired with their London spirit, it probably wouldn't make a bad martini. You're never going to be able to replicate a martini with alcohol-free drinks. I'm sorry, guys. It's just not going to taste the same. However, the aperitif dry did have a nice flavour to it, not too distant from a white wine vermouth that you would expect. So, quite good. The orange sec, nice orange flavour. Mixes really well, again, with the dry London spirit. You could have that in a gin and tonic. Mix them together. You know, all of these spirits you can mix and match to your heart's content because you're not going to get drunk on them. The Amaretti they had is lovely. Really nice almond flavour. I mixed that up as an amaretto sour with some egg whites, some lemon juice. It tasted delicious. We did hand that around to some friends who don't drink. They really enjoyed it. A real winner on that one. So the amaretti could be used in a whole variety of things. If you like almonds, you're in there. So those were our top buys there. We weren't enamoured with the American malts, nor were we enamoured with the white cane spirit. 
The American malt was just too flavourless. It had a hint of something that maybe was trying to approach bourbon. We just didn't think it worked. And if you're a cocktail aficionado, if you like your bourbon, it's just going to be a disappointment. Really, there's so little that can accurately replicate a bourbon without the alcohol. It's the truth. I tried to make an old fashioned with it. I also tried it with ginger ale. The ginger ale tasted nice. It just couldn't really taste the American malt. The same with the white cane spirit. I think the white cane spirit is sort of trying to be a rum. It just, again, didn't have enough flavour to cut through any of the mixes that we were having it with. And even on its own, it was a little like flavoured water. So we wouldn't recommend those two. But the other four were perfectly pleasant. I have certainly used the London Dry and the Orange Sec with tonic this month just to make myself a nice drink. And the Amaretti has gone down really well. The price point for these bottles is a little high, in my opinion. You're looking at £23.50 for the individual bottles. The whole set together is expensive. And for a non-alcoholic drink, it does grate a little for you to have to pay that much for something that's not going to get you drunk and isn't subject to the same sort of restrictions that alcohol would. However, I think lies are a really good gift idea. If you want to buy for someone who doesn't drink, who's looking for an alternative or invest steadily, the bottles look beautiful and the characters on them are really, really funny and clever. So a really cute gift idea. My next recommendation was one mentioned on the show this month. It is Cross Sip's Dandy Smoke. Cross Sip have an ethos of sharing their founder's passion that not drinking is not just a one-off, it is a way of life and it's about enjoying a drink but also maintaining balance. The Dandy Smoke has been very well reviewed across a lot of the national papers and has won some awards. It is a lovely, smoky, aromatic drink. And it doesn't taste like anything else you will have tried as a spirit. It has a unique flavour, smoky, full of deep fruit, cinnamon, cloves. It holds up on its own when you sip it. It gives you that bite and that powerful aroma. And mixed in with cola, with ginger beer, again, some spikier mixers. It's really, really nice. So if you're missing a scotch, if you were missing a bourbon, I think the Dandy Smoke works really well. Compared to some, as I've said, that are a bit flat and flavourless. The dandy smoke really hits you between the eyes. So I think absolute kudos for CrossFit for getting that right. The price point, it's £22. Still pretty high for a non-alcoholic drink, but a lot of time and effort goes into making these brands. That will taste different and will last you for a while and will probably encourage you to experiment with some cocktails with it. The next recommendation is Clean Co. Now, this is a brand that was started by none other than Spencer Matthews. Some people in England will know him from Made in Chelsea fame. The ethos behind Clean Co is that they've worked hard to create a range of delicious flavoured non-alcohol alternatives to your favourite full-strength spirits. They have created them through a traditional distilling process to to produce sophisticated grown-up drinks with a fraction of the calories, very big on the low calories. Their branding is really pretty. It's very Art Deco, clean cocktail room vibes. Their advertising with Spencer Matthews is also very funny. I quite like the the self-referential nods to him being a bad boy and how wonderful his brand is. It's quite tongue-in-cheek. Now, I had ordered a bottle of the alternative to tequila 
from Clean & Co. That has still not arrived. I was really excited about that. I ordered it a couple of weeks ago, but I think the Russian dry January has slowed some of the deliveries down. But what Clean & Co did, they didn't know I was doing who I am or, or, or anything about this episode. Clean & Co acknowledging before I had even raised any complaint sent a message, I think, to a lot of their customers saying, we know there's going to be delays. Have an extra voucher code if you want to order another spirit, which isn't bad, actually. So I decided to order another bottle from their company because I'd heard very good things about their strawberry gin alternative, Clean G Pink. Now, Clean G Pink arrived... But my tequila bloody hasn't. My alternative tequila bloody hasn't. So I'm still waiting for it. And I really did want to try an alternative to tequila because tequila is my lady. But that will have to be a review for another day. But Clean G Pink arrived the day I am recording this episode. And I cracked it open and gave it a go. It's a really good alternative, I think, to strawberry gin. Now, I am not a fan, normally, of flavoured gins. Even the hard stuff, the pink gins that are out there or putting too much flavour in there, it's not for me. I am a fan of gin straight as it comes and hard as you like because I don't think you necessarily need these extra fruits to create a lovely, soft, palatable gin. However, the strawberry gin, if you were into it, this is a really nice gin. Wow, does it have a perfume on it. I mean, when you pour it, you are going to have all of those lovely fruits of the forest flavours coming at you from the glass. It smells great. It does taste quite sweet and fruity. The weird thing is, is that it tastes predominantly of blackcurrant. And I think that is the flavour that's in there rather than the strawberry. But it does give a lovely sweetness a really nice aroma to it. On its own, it's fine. With a tonic, lovely. So if you're someone who quite likes a pink gin, this is quite a good buy. The reason that I decided to include Clean Co in here, even though I'm still waiting for one of my deliveries, is their price point, I think, is much more reasonable. The Clean G Pink normally is £19, but at the moment online, they have an offer on that's ending in a couple of days. It's only 16 they also were very good about offering discount codes after an order, which brings the price point down and down and down. And I personally felt just a little bit more comfortable with the pricing point of Clean Coat, particularly as I think their pink gin alternative is very nice. I still haven't tried the tequila, so I may have to reserve judgment and come back on and take it all back. But £16 a bottle for a non-alcoholic drink may still be too much to some, but in comparison to some of the others, this is pretty reasonable. And I did like their customer service and the number of offers and incentives that they included to, of course, make you shop with them, but it was quite impressive. So, Clean Co, check them out. They have lots of different spirits on their website that you might enjoy. Now, my final recommendation is a big one. It is Spirited Euphoria by EDI. EDI stands for the Endorphin Dealer Institute. This is something that is a little bit different. So the brand here describes themselves as a global groundbreaking lab that works across borders to create, distill and legally deal in endorphin spirits. Unlike other non-alcoholic drinks, our spirits are molecularly blended to deliver functional effects. Our breakthrough process is neither quick nor easy, but it's how we're creating the future of socialising. What does all of that mean to you? Well, the drinks contain hemp, CBD, nootropics and adaptogens. 
In short, this drink is designed to help you unwind in the same way that a glass of wine or a glass of alcohol at the end of a long day helps you relax, switch off, just takes the edge off a day. And many of us go to alcohol for that exact reason. The spirited euphoria gives you that same sensation because of its ingredients. Big promises to deliver on. When I read about this, again, in some national papers, I looked at reviews for it. I thought I had to try it to see if it works. It is not cheap. It is £40 a bottle. Woo! But I got to tell you, I was impressed. First of all, it looks beautiful. So many of these non-alcoholic spirits out there look gorgeous and this one is no exception. Beautiful branding, beautiful bottle. The taste of the liquor, as it were, is quite bittersweet. It's got some bite to it. So if you sip it on its own, it doesn't taste dissimilar from a spirit. So it's got some cojones, which I quite liked. As I said, a little bit bittersweet. You've got a slight herbal quality to it. It's a milky colour, bizarrely. Now, they recommend that you pair it with sparkling water, soda water, and maybe some fruit and maybe a bit of mint or something. I personally preferred it with tonic. I thought it paired really well with that. I tried it, gave it to a couple of friends to see. When I did have the drink, I definitely felt more relaxed. Not gonna lie, the CBD, the hemp, whatever's in there worked. I didn't have, wasn't staggering around completely out of it. Oh my God, I'm so high or anything. Maybe I'm a lightweight in that respect, but I definitely felt more chill, just more relaxed, just enough to take the edge off the day of the stresses, just that bit of unwinding. I really did feel the benefit. One thing I really thought that this drink helped with was sleep. I have intermittent and broken sleep at the best of time, but having a glass of this before bed, just like we have a nightcap, really set me off into a good deep sleep. I really appreciated it for that. The drink is non-alcoholic. It's THC free. It's only got a couple of calories per serve if you're worried about that. It does recommend that you shouldn't have more than three 50 mil measures in a night. Don't overdo it. So follow the guidelines for it. And this sort of drink may not be for everyone, but I was really impressed by it. I have continue to drink it just before bed when I really need to unwind and get to sleep. It works for that. Will I buy it again? I might, you know. £40 is not cheap and you'd expect to get something out of it for that sort of price, but I was impressed by it. I gave it to a couple of other people. They commented saying that actually tastes A, like a real drink and B, I do feel a bit more relaxed. I was able to unwind with it. So there you go. There is my wrap up of the drinks that we have sampled so far. There's also a couple of beers that I'd recommend. If you are a beer drinker, I love an ale, a craft ale, a lager every now and then. And a couple of the zero or very, very low alcohol beers I've tried, I think were, are worth recommending. One is by Brooklyn Brewery. The special effects Hoppy Amber is really nice. I love the taste of it. Again, didn't feel like I was drinking a non-alcoholic beer. Well worth investing in. Another, which is another brand that is a favourite of mine, Beaver Towns Laser Crush, alcohol-free IPA, lots of lovely flavour, really, really tasty, very impressive. As I said, I wanted to just end with a couple of thoughts on Dry January in general. Dry January started in around 2006, I think was when the phrase was first coined and put out into the media. And slowly and surely, more people have started doing Dry January and the advent of social media, more people are posting 
about it, which means more brands are now putting out alcohol-free spirit options for people. Only a few years ago, the booze-free spirit market was tiny. You couldn't find any of the stuff that you now see cramming the shelves in supermarkets. I do have a slight issue personally with the price point of a lot of the non-alcoholic low alcohol, zero alcohol spirits that are out there. At 20 to 25 pounds, some of them even go up to 30. I don't know the justification behind that. I understand that you obviously have things like packaging and distribution and the distillation process for these spirits, in inverted commas, is probably more complex than just putting together some squash. However, it does feel a little bit... Yeah, charging as much as a normal price bottle of gin. Is it worth it? I will leave it to you guys to decide. I'll also say the language around dry January can be a little troubling. I think this is something we are going to see more of a backlash on in maybe next year or the year afterwards. A lot of the rhetoric is around alcohol being the reason that we all have fun. I also understand that dry January, as I said, can be triggering for people for whom alcohol is not an option and for whom alcohol is potentially an issue. Let's just think a bit carefully about how we are pushing and promoting dry January. It's not necessarily that simple for a lot of people. If you are triggered by any of these messages that are out there, you can step away from all advertising, from social media, and do not be afraid to go and speak to a trained healthcare professional if you just need some advice or just want to talk about it. So that's my take on Dry January and some of the products out there. Well, I might be still getting a few more through the post, so I'll try and share what I can on social media. But if you've got questions, if you want to share thoughts about Dry January or any of the spirits you've tried, please do comment on the posts that we share on social media, drop us a DM. And if you have suggestions of more content for mini episodes like this non-alcohol or alcohol soaked we would be very happy to hear from you keep sending in suggestions keep talking about poison and remember your loved ones are trying to kill you